Aloha, mamá. ¿Dónde andas? <ríe> Seguro de compras. Tengo mucho que contarte. Hawái es increíble. He estado de un lado a otro comunidad. Todos son súper talentosos. Ya reparamos otro helicóptero Blackhawk y oficialmente formamos nuestro equipo de fútbol. Para la próxima, te cuento cómo voy con el surf y me cuentas qué te pareció el podcast que te compartí. ¿Ok? Te quiero mucho. Be all you can be. Visitando goarmy.com diagonal español. Boost Mobile tiene una gran oferta para que aproveches tu reembolso de impuestos al máximo y te mantengas conectado. Al cambiarte a Boost, recibe un 50% de descuento en tu primer mes de datos ilimitados. O, con un plan ilimitado de 40 dólares, llévate un Samsung Galaxy A15 5G por $39.99. Obtén los mejores teléfonos en las redes 5G más grandes del país. Con Boost Mobile, cambiarse es fácil. Solo visita BoostMobile.com. Boost Mobile, sin miedo al éxito. Para clientes nuevos y solamente en línea, requiere Arobay. 50% de descuento en el primer mes requiere un plan de 25 dólares al mes. Aplican otras restricciones. Visita Boost Mobile. En JCPenney tenemos infinidad de regalos para el Día de las Madres hasta el domingo. Ahorra hasta 40% en todo Liz Claiborne y vista la de pieza a cabeza con la última moda. Además, aprovecha las ofertas Yes Please con diamantes y piedras preciosas a 25 dólares para miembros de JCPenney Rewards. ¿Aún no eres miembro? Inscríbete. Es fácil y gratis. Y regálale a mamá todo lo que se merece. JCPenney. Vale la pena. Ofertas válidas hasta el 12 de mayo en selección de estilos. Aplican otras exclusiones. Joyerías excluye de los cupones. Detalles en la tienda JCPenney. Sometimes we could be our biggest critic to the point where we minimize our own gifts, or like we like to call them, superpowers. Today we talk about how important it is to celebrate ourselves, believe in ourselves, and remember that deep inside we're all superheroes. We read the books, we bought the things, we thought we were ready, and then life took our plans and changed them. I'm Karen, I'm Victoria's mommy, and I work in tech. And I'm Pamela. I have a baby boy named Ford, and I'm a journalist. And although we're both first-time working moms, we're actually pretty different. And that's totally okay. Because we both agree that our most important work is raising our kids. We really need each other and can only get through this together. Welcome to Motherish Moments. Today's Hi. positive podcast episode. <laughs> I love it. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Yes. Whatever time you're listening to us. Thank you for listening to us. Welcome to Motherish. Look at that. This is like smooth talk radio. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm happy to dive into this topic today. I think it's, you know, we've had a lot of guests recently. We've talked a lot. Uh, we've heard a lot of different stories in the last few weeks. Um, some stories like really emotional and touching, like the one about Mason Sawyer. There's just been a lot of like kind of heavy things or things that are like focused on guests and experts and stuff. And I think that it's good for us to talk about ourselves and this is like a pick-me-up episode yeah, um, I love this mm -hmm. it's actually inspired by a, a movie that we saw it's so funny because these kids movies I love it because the kids love it right because it's like it looks great it's the action the the emotion and all that stuff but they have some really deep topics that, yeah that kind of like yes wake up like a little something side of us something. that that we're kind of what, like what's a kids movie without ignoring. a parent's message you know the movie we're talking about is ruby gilman teenage kraken the movie's coming out in theaters on june 30th so anybody who is at home with their kids this summer <laughs> you have something to do you can take them to see this movie which um, by the way with the heat i love going to the movies this yes. has become like my favorite mm -hmm 
summer activity and I love the fact that Ford actually enjoys it because a lot of kids don't like can't sit through the movies like when they're that little but Ford really has been uh, a movie yeah uh, going baby this movie talks about a lot of things that I think you know we're gonna dive into later around like being like fighting our overprotective nature as like caregivers, mothers, parents, etc. And then as a as an individual, just kind of like, you know, when you have this like kind of power or you have this like big responsibility and you're like, oh my God, I don't think I can do this. But in the end, you can. But anyway, first let's go into our motherish moments. So I don't iron. I hate ironing. I like will wear my clothes wrinkled or I'll like give it away. Like it's just a very extreme. Like I Maybe can't the shower steaming doesn't work. It doesn't no? work. It doesn't no. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. <laughs> Maybe the wrinkles are so deep that like the shower just can't. I don't know. But the other day I was gonna wear linen. It needs to be ironed because if not, it just it's not. It wasn't the kind of linen that you can be like summer wrinkle like whatever. No, no, no. Like it needed to be ironed. So I took out the ironing table which I have and I took out the iron and Victoria was watching TV. And she looks back at me, she goes, wow, mommy, hace años que no usas eso. <laughs> Basically saying like, it's been years since you used that. And I literally was like, wow, the peanut gallery here judging me, <laughs> like, just like, and I'm like, who asked you? Like, I, there, you know, the amount of times that I tried to talk to her and she ignores me, but yet here she is watching me while supposedly she's watching television and calling me out. Like, it's been years since you used that thing. <laughs> I started laughing because it's so true. Like, I literally never used that thing. But she was just like, wow, mommy. But I thought it was so funny. She's so funny. Call she's you like out a little stuff. person. Like, she's... But I love it. I love it. I love it. You know, my mother's moment actually has to do with pictures. You know, I love pictures. I finally got uh, the albums that oh, I... Oh, yeah, that you mentioned in that, that other episode. a yeah, while yeah, ago. Yeah. And it's so nice. Like, I'm so happy I did it. And there's a few, like, digital albums that I need to actually print. So for a long time, I always say this, that, and I'm sure it happens to a lot of people where we take these beautiful pictures or, like, we capture these moments and they stay stuck in your cell phones, right? So they just live there forever or until, like, God forbid something happens to your cell phone or something happens. So I really committed myself to making these like cheesy little albums <laughs> with all the pictures that we had taken. So I started off with like the main event. So I did like Ford's uh, first birthday party. Oh. Which by the way, Victoria looks so, so little. So tiny. So yeah, tiny. she was so little in that. I know, it was so cute. And then I did Ford's a baptism and his blessing because we did two little things. So that was nice too. We put it, I put it all together in one album. And now we got the pictures from Motherish, like the new ones. And I want to do like all the Motherish photo shoots, like in an album, to have them all together and to see like how they grow and they transition. Oh, yeah, that would be good. Yeah. So what I'm struggling, so I got them. I was so excited. I love them. And then I'm thinking, where am I going to put these away? <laughs> right? Because I'm like so limited with storage. The declutter space. queen. Now you have physical things now that you have, have to put away. Things. So I'm like, and they're not thick enough to be like coffee tables on a table. Yeah. They're like yeah, yeah. a little thin. Yeah. Um, so I'm struggling. Where did with you that. get them from? Where did you order? I don't know. Some website. <laughs> something that came up. I don't know what it was. I think it's like, whatever. One of those generic, like, Okay. gallery making digital albums super easy so yeah so i'm excited and it's nice and it's funny because now i show him to ford and he he loves to look at a pic it's funny he hates to take pictures now but he loves to look at himself i see himself in pictures or video so it's nice so that was my motherish moment it was a little time consuming but it was totally worth it i totally recommend it so find the time and print those pictures and albums mm-hmm 
All right, let's dive into our superpower. So, yeah, like we mentioned, we're we're inspired by the main character of this of this movie. Her name is Ruby Gilman, and she, you know, she's a teenager. She feels invisible, but her superpower is empathy, right? And it takes her a while to kind of realize this, but then it becomes kind of like the main thing that drives her and helps her take on this. Not going to spoil it, but this big thing that she takes on that she didn't realize, like she didn't know she was supposed to be this thing and she finds out whatever anyway i have a lot on this topic just because like i've been dealing with a lot of things let's do it let's, let's dive um, into it no but i want you talk <laughs> you talk first no i think i think in general i think we're very critical of ourselves and we kind of minimize and limit ourselves and this happens in the professional phases of our lives in the personal ones also i think we tend to a lot of times minimize our ability to do a lot of big things you mm -hmm. know and it goes back to the imposter syndrome like sometimes when we get a certain role at work or we get assigned something to do like we a lot of people tend to be very afraid like am I going to be able to do it and there's a reason why you were assigned something or there's a reason why you were you know chosen to to lead something and I think it's a good reminder today to believe in yourself and also to to be aware of like how powerful we could be you mm -hmm. know I think a lot of the times because we're afraid to fail and it goes back to that right like the fear of not being able to provide and and meet the expectation that we paralyze ourselves and we just don't take to take that leap or take the big step and most of the time you'll surprise yourself if you actually really bet on yourself and, and believe in yourself and do what you have to do like if we have to get help if you have to get like you know extra preparation whatever it takes but you're able to do it what do you think for example is your superpower If you had to name one thing. Hmm. I, you know what? It's funny because at work in the professional arena, I'm very confident. Mm -hmm. Like you could throw me anywhere to cover anything and I'm like, I'll figure it out. I got this. Let's do this. You yeah. know? Yeah. But you're really good at winging it. Like you're really good at like on the fly, like boom, you seamlessly, by the way, like you're really good at so that. So I feel very, very comfortable, but then I have to mm -hmm. remind myself, I've been doing this for 20 years, mm -hmm. right? So it doesn't happen overnight. I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't this confident 20 years ago, 10 years ago, 15 years. Every year I get more and more confident. Every year I get more creative. Every year I'm able to like see the big picture and kind of like execute it better. So I think it's also a reminder, like it takes time for you to become, you know, an expert or good at something and be mm -hmm. patient with yourself and be graceful with yourself. So in that arena, I'm very comfortable. In the personal motherhood arena, I still sometimes question myself a lot. Mm -hmm. Am I doing the right thing? Am I take, making the right decisions? You know, am I parenting the, you know, the right way? Is he reacting? You know, I blame myself. Is he behaving this way because I'm doing something? I think I need to continue the conversation with you and with other moms about like, hey, whatever we decide, it's best for your child. It's going to be, it's going to work out. It's going to mm -hmm. be the best, you know, you always have the best entrance. Your heart is in the right place. And just kind of like be reminded of that constantly. So you don't, I don't doubt myself. Yeah. But I think it's healthy to question and, you know, evaluate. I'm going to tie in another theme from the movie, but like this sense of like, overprotecting when you want to overprotect your children and you tend to lean on like doubting yourself because you want to protect them because you want to make the right choices for them so I think it's a healthy balance though um I think it's a healthy exercise to question I wouldn't look at it as like a like oh I'm not you know exceeding at this yet like work is different you can get your bearings and kill it and like be really awesome and 
it doesn't have like the only consequences of performing badly at work are for you but mm. in motherhood if you the consequences of quote unquote performing badly is another human being that eventually is going to be part of society so I think it's a little yeah. bit bigger <laughs> it's a little bigger um I mean okay so I would say that my superpower is I like to problem solve and I'm also very generous and I think the combination of those things is good but it's also uh, draining for you not probably, good right, for me right. yeah it's also like equal parts not good for me and that's something that I just very recently kind of started realizing especially now being out of work um, I think that like sometimes I lean too heavily on like filling the gap of making myself feel useful by tapping into that what is a superpower of being a problem solver and being generous but just like giving 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 to everybody around me and then me feeling like you know kind of like empty and not that great so that's kind of like one of the things that I've been like really thinking about and processing about myself and trying to just balance right because when you have a superpower like let's say in your case your confidence Sometimes you got to balance it too, you know? What other superpower do I have? Hmm. You have a lot of superpowers. You're funny. You're smart. (laughs) But like, you know what I mean? Like the balance of your superpowers. I think the problem solving one, I think we have also been raised in a household where we've been used to like being like, hey, I got it. I'll figure it out. I'll make it happen. I got, you know? And I guess to a point, you're like, you know what? I'm tired. I don't want to solve yeah, it. I yeah. don't, wanna I don't want to. I don't want to. Like, you do it. Even if someone I can. Else, I don't yeah. know who, but someone else yeah. out there. Yeah. Even if I can, I don't want to. But sometimes we just don't have a choice. But I think that whole thing of recognizing, you know, what your strengths are and then using them and channeling them into the right things could be really, really powerful. You know? It's so funny because so this character, she's a teenager. And I always love when they pick on those teenage years. Did you have awkward? Did you have an awkward? Like an awkward looking teenage? No, not looking. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't know. No, I think they tap into like teenage years could be hard. They could be isolating sometimes. They're so hard. They're so hard. Yeah. No, they're extremely like, whoa. Like, just, I think about it and I cringe. Like, I didn't have a bad teenage era, but like, it's so, like, I empathize a lot with teenagers especially when you see them and they're just like they look like a mess <laughs> you know they don't and they think and they're trying to like i'm okay i'm okay and you're like mm. especially for girls too like now that you're raising a girl like do you ever think about <sighs> what foundation you're building so that she is confident and okay during what her things years? do i not think about when raising a future woman it is so complex in so many ways because i am also a woman i want to make things better right i want to like make her feel confident i want to not make her feel confident instill confidence mm-hmm, in right. her i want to protect her from all the you know bad stuff that could be around her i want to you know, teach her how to value herself and use her voice. And, you know, but but then she uses her voice to tell me how it's been years since I ironed. So like, check, we did that one. I saw a meme that my friend Lily uh, posted. And I I think all the moms who have girls posted, reposted this, which is like, I hope her sass now leads her to like leading a, you know, running a company and not like, yeah, leading a gang in the prison or something like that. You know, like, the other day I caught myself telling her something because so uh, when we we went on this trip with you know other friends and the friends were together for like three days in a row, right? And 
they had a few fights. She was angry several times because she always wanted to be the line leader. She always wanted to be first. She always wanted to be the one that like picks the game, the one that like whatever. And I literally sat with her and I was like, and obviously at this point, like kids are crying, everyone's upset. And I'm like, you can't always like lead everything. You can't always be first. You can't always be in control of everything. And I, like, and I was already like, I had lost my patience and I was saying all these things. And I swear, Pamela, on my life, I literally heard myself out loud. And I was like, I should be telling myself these things too. Like, and I'm like, what am I saying to her? Am I going to break her you know, aspiring leadership abilities, but also like, again, going back to the balance, right? Like you can be a leader, but you need to have balance because you can miss out on learning something from someone else when you let them lead too. But, oh my God, when they say like, you know, when you have kids and like they are your mirror sometimes and they make you face all the tough things about yourself. Yes, it's not a myth. It's true. <laughs> I'm dealing with it now because like, my kid has so many things like from me that are my best and my hardest traits, I think. And recognizing that is like a whole therapy session and a half. When you buy a new house, you might say, shut the front door. Winning. No, seriously, shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. <laughs> no one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Boost Mobile tiene una gran oferta para que aproveches tu reembolso de impuestos al máximo y te mantengas conectado. Al cambiarte a Boost, recibe un 50% de descuento en tu primer mes de datos ilimitados. O, con un plan ilimitado de 40 dólares, llévate un Samsung Galaxy A15 5G por $39.99. Obtén los mejores teléfonos en las redes 5G más grandes del país. Con Boost Mobile, cambiarse es fácil. Solo visita BoostMobile.com. Boost Mobile, sin miedo al éxito. Para clientes nuevos y solamente en línea, requiere Arupay. 50% de descuento en el primer mes requiere un plan de $25 dólares al mes. Aplican otras restricciones. Visita Boost Mobile. En JCPenney tenemos infinidad de regalos para el Día de las Madres hasta el domingo. Ahorra hasta 40% en todo Liz Claiborne y vístela de pies a cabeza con la última moda. Además aprovecha las ofertas Yes Please con diamantes y piedras preciosas a 25 dólares para miembros de JCPenney Rewards. ¿Aún no eres miembro? ¡Inscríbete! Es fácil y gratis y regálale a mamá todo lo que se merece. JCPenney, vale la pena. Ofertas válidas hasta el 12 de mayo en selección de estilos. Aplican otras exclusiones. Joyerías excluye de los cupones. Detalles en la tienda JCP. Do you see your relationship with Victoria similar to your relationship with your mom when you were that age? No. No, because my mom, so my mom is like, she, ha she has a very strong personality mother. So my grandmother, very, very strong personality. I would even almost say like almost overpowering personality. Those personalities that are just take up all the air in the room type of thing. So my mom, you know, although a very also strong personality and, you know, creative and smart and all of these like aspirations and everything, I think growing up, particularly also in her teenage years, she probably shut herself down 
because she never wanted to be, you know, the center of attention. She never wanted to be, you know, first leader, blah, blah, blah. And if she did, she didn't have a positive association with those feelings. Right, so she was probably so limited, she shut it, right? Yeah, she, she limited herself. Down. And so, you know, growing up and stuff, like, I think there was a moment where when I was really little, my mom saw a different side of me. She saw me being more shy, being more of a pushover, blah, blah, blah. So her and my dad really like pushed me to like, no, like let's build her confidence. Let's do this. Let's do that. P push her, push her, push her. <laughs> and then, then they said that I caught on pretty quickly to it and that they were like, oh no, how do we, how do we take her back <laughs> now? Back, pull, back. pull back a little bit because they're like, it was too much. But we didn't have that clashing you know, type of thing in this category because, you know, we are just different. She, as a parent, was like, shine, daughter, go shine, go, you know, whatever. And it's not that I try to do that with Victoria at all. It's just that I recognize Victoria's, like, her strengths of, you know, leadership and wanting to do those things. But as an adult, I also know the opposite side of the coin for that and how hard it can be to be that way and how hard it is to live your life as an adult in with that personality and how you know for example like people will just take advantage of it they'll be like oh it's fine karen will do it oh karen karen will resolve it like people just lean on you which is so nice because they trust you but also then you're like man like that's not nice <laughs> you know it's a it's rough it's a rough thing but anyway i'm in the process of figuring out my own balance with my superpower that I think just let, I let it get too big. I let it take over too much. And then, you know, you're left like running on fumes. So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't like to focus on like gender and when, when it comes to raising children, but I do feel like there's a big difference between raising a boy and raising a girl. And this movie, I, I don't know, it just forced me to think about my teenage years and my relationship with my mom and what that turned out to be as a grown up. And I just feel like I'm so much more present, even though I'm also working mom, like my mom was when I was younger. With Ford, I am very present. Like I, I work, but I'm the one who he comes to for like, you know, 99% of the stuff. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. whenever I do have free time, I'm very like hands on. I'm very mm -hmm. involved. Like I, you know, and I don't know. I think that's a, that's a big, I don't know if it's difference because my mom, Obviously, she was away and it was like, I didn't feel like she was as present. Mm -hmm. I'm very close to her, but I don't know. I'm just, I feel like I wanted to change a little bit of that pattern with Ford. Yeah. Kind of like be more hands-on, day-to-day present mm -hmm. with my son. Mm -hmm. Do you think that you, because another theme is like letting your kids take healthy risks, right? There's this thing I saw on Instagram recently about like two types of parents at the playground, right? There's a type of parent at the playground oh, that saw, is like next to them yeah. and like helping yeah. them take yeah. each thing and like, you know, there if they fall type of thing. And then there's the other parent that will see your kid like, you know, they see their kid kind of like hanging about to fall. And instead of going to grab them and instead of like saving them, let's say, they will talk them through the confidence and talk them through the steps that they need to take in order to like safely get down from wherever they are in the playground yeah I mean, which I'm, one of those two no, no, are no. you i'm definitely number two i've been like that since he was like mm -hmm. a baby 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 and yeah. friend dramati's always like oh okay miss mr independent like let, mm -hmm. let him walk around let him wonder let him explore let him do this i don't know if it's if it's worked out for me in terms mm -hmm. of like he's very independent 
But, you know, he also struggles with limits, you mm -hmm. know, and boundaries now because he has been used to being allowed to explore and do, you know, go yeah. at his own pace. And he's also, you know, an only son at the house. So it's like he struggles with with boundaries and, you know, and saying, no, this is not your turn. It's someone else. So we're working on that. And he's, obviously school helped a lot with that. But, you know, it's just hard to find the balance. But I am a true believer. I don't think I'm a helicopter mom when it comes to like, actually, The irony of it is like when I'm with Ford, I'm very like, let him do his own thing. I'm just watching you from afar. Mm -hmm. When I'm away, like I'm traveling or like mm -hmm. I'm not with him, then I do tend to like micromanage a lot of his, like his schedule. How's he doing? Let me see him. Pictures, video. Like mm -hmm. it's, I become more of a helicopter mom when you're away. When I'm away. Mm -hmm. And then when I'm with him, I'm just, you know, yeah. I don't know. I'm just obviously more at peace and I know that he's going to be okay because I'm, I'm there. Like, I'm not on yeah. top of you, but I'm close enough where I'm yeah. here for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think for, with, like, the overprotecting thing, not so much with, like, Victoria's, like, ability to do things on her own. Like, she can manage and stuff. I think I'm, I'm just so afraid of the outside world. And I, I think that triggers the majority of my, you know, whenever I am overprotective with her. It's not because of her. It's because of everything on the outside and I remember it's so as I'm saying this I remember literally my mother saying this to me when I was a teenager and like me you know being like but I want to go to this thing and she's like I'm like I'm gonna I'm not gonna do anything bad and she'd be like because I just thought about you. sleepovers like my mom used to fight me on the sleepovers yeah yeah, yeah no, no and sleepovers. now that I'm a mom like you are never sleeping over anyone's never. house like unless never. I have a camera on top never. of you the never. entire time never. I know it's funny never but <laughs> my mom was like so laid back with those things mm -hmm. and I look back I'm like thank god nothing happened or yeah. whatever because it's just too much of a risk to like yeah I mean and you work in news so like you oh, see yes. like crazy things like you are probably more aware of crazy things all the time I am like also very aware not because of my job just because I watch a lot of Law and Order SVU <laughs> I think I sometimes I'm like okay I'm gonna evaluate like what are the risks if I for example let her go in someone else's car You know, and like someone else is going to take my daughter to go do something, blah, blah, blah. Like that throws me into a whole spiral of stuff. And in the end, nine, not even nine times out of 10, 10 times out of 10, I'm like, no, it's okay. I'll take her. Don't worry. Thank you. Because I just don't feel comfortable. But like, then I question, I'm like, am I overprotecting her? And I'm, you know, I'm not giving her space to be alone with you know, whatever. But then I'm like, she's four. She doesn't need to be alone. I know. But no. it's gonna get it's gonna get more challenging as she grows older. It's as well. so hard though. My friend Caroline, out. who we had on the podcast, oh, she's great. Caroline. And I remember one time doing prayer, she was like, you know, one of the things that really Yeah, we're talking about, about worrying about when you stress and you worry about things that are out of your control. She's like, well, the one thing that I really lose sleep on and I worry and I pray a lot about is my children. Like, mm -hmm. I am so paranoid. Like, something's going to happen to them. I think about them now. I worry about them in the future. I just mm -hmm. worry over my children all the time. And I think I've shared this before where someone said, you know what? I know this, like, this is where faith comes in. There's only so much you could do and so much you could protect them. Yeah. The rest... You had to just let it go. Let mm -hmm. go and let God and just pray that they're okay and that you have given them the tools. And I know it's easier said than done. And then one time I was like so stressed about something with Ford. And she texted me and she said, listen, you love your son. And this is like where, you know, our religion comes in. And she's like, but God loves him as well. So you got to trust that God's going to protect him even more than you mm. have any ability to do so. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my God, this is so good. And that yeah. kind of put my mind at ease. Yeah. Because otherwise you'll go crazy. You'll go insane thinking of all the probabilities and all the things that I could know, possibly happen that are most likely not going to happen. And you just have to have like trust them. 
you know, and I, I'm sure when they get older, you have to be like, I trust that you're going to make the right decisions, that you're going to be protective of yourself mm -hmm. and that God's going to be protecting you on top of that. Mm. Yeah, I think that's where a lot of like both, you know, your religion and your culture, like your cultural ties kind of play a huge role in this too, right? So like the sleepover thing is feels 100% cultural to me. Like <laughs> that is 100% cultural. And so, you know, with our children being raised in a very diverse environment with lots of different cultures and different people, which is something I'm like super intentional about, like in her life and her school, like in all of those things. Like being exposed to diversity. 100%. Mm -hmm. Like for me, I don't want like her to grow up with like everybody's Hispanic because then <laughs> what, which is like quote unquote diverse, but then it's not diverse because everybody's the same. That can happen very easily in Miami because then I think you lack this like awareness of like how other family dynamics can be. But in my case, I think, like, sometimes I am, like, the typical Latina mom. Like, I don't know if you ever feel that way. Like, if you're, that you're, like, a, like, I find myself, especially more recently as she gets older, like, I really am, like, such a Latina mom. Like, I'm such a, like, no, you can't do this. No, you can't, like, what, what, be careful with this. Be careful with that. Like, I don't know. And then I, I realize, like, where's my American side? Please check in here any day now. <laughs> feel free to come in. Like, you know, but I am, I think... I actually think I am kind of like American too in the eyes of my mom. Like my mom's like, you're more right. relaxed than I am. You're more. And there I'm like, okay, maybe I am a balance and I don't, you know, realize it. But, but yeah, the whole thing of tapping into like what you know your strengths are and using that as like the guide for how you raise your children and how you, you know, have the dynamics both with yourself and your family is like really, really important. I mean, I always look back and I say, okay, we love our moms and our mom loves us and we have a healthy overall relationship with them. So whatever they did, it worked out. It worked out and we're... Everybody's fine. <laughs> Everyone's fine. Everyone's fine. We're fine. <laughs> and we're like rocking back and forth. In our yeah, no. Anyway, so go check out this movie. Again, the name of the movie is Ruby Gilman, Teenage Kraken. The movie comes out in theaters on June 30th. All these water things, by the way. Huh? All these water things. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love water yes. stuff. The movie will be in theaters on June 30th, 2023. This year, guys. This year. Let's go. Go to the movies. Actually, it would be great like during the day. You know, if it's raining or something, go to the movies. But yeah, check out the movie. It's super cute. And we, we hope that you enjoy it. Aloha, mamá. Sorry por responder hasta ahora. Estuve toda la tarde con mi unidad arreglando un helicóptero Black Hawk. Hawái es increíble. Luego te cuento más. Te quiero. Be all you can be. Visitando goarmy.com diagonal español. Hacer tequila Don Julio es como escribir una carta de amor a México. Beber tequila Don Julio es como declarar ese amor al mundo entero. Don Julio es el tequila de lujo original Hecho con la misma pasión que recorre las raíces de nuestro país. Porque si no es por amor, ¿para qué? Consume responsablemente. Don Julio Tequila, 40% alcohol por volumen 2020. Importado por Diageo, America's New York, New York. Si no sabes que el Spicy McCrispy tiene Spicy Pepper Sauce en el pan de arriba y en el pan de abajo, ¿qué sabes tú de la vida? Para, pa, pa, pa. 